All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Frozen Pitch with your host, Nick Scortino. So today we got a lot of soccer news and, you know, just a little touch up on what's been going on in the NHL. Uh, some interesting stories have happened uh, the last few days that uh, I'm kind of excited to talk about. So without further ado, let's jump right into soccer. And um, Chelsea are currently trying to get Romelu Lukaku back for $100 million, um, Pounds and Inter aren't really budging on this so far because Inter have lost uh, a few players. Uh, they sold Hakimi uh, to uh, PSG. He was a right back. And they don't really want to lose uh, any more pieces uh, that they that have been very good for them because Lukaku has had a very good uh, campaign so far in the Serie A. And I understand why they don't want to lose him. But if you can fleece Chelsea for, you know, over $100 million, uh pounds or euros depending on uh the conversion and you know Chelsea's been fr- very frustrated with the fact that Dortmund have been dragging their feet on selling Erlen Holland which makes sense for Dortmund's sake because why would you uh, they already sold Jaden Sancho why sell another one of their superstars even though he, he does uh Holland carries a very high price tag but you know why basically uh admit defeat for the next for next season when you don't really have to. And um, sources are saying that Lukaku doesn't want to leave Inter, but some sources are now saying that uh, he's asked Inter to accept a bid to go back to the Premier League, which uh, we'll see what happens in the next few days. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see if Chelsea decide to bring it back because they already have Timo Werner and Tammy Abraham still on their uh, squad. And, you know, I don't understand why they need to bring back a striker uh when you have all those offensive pieces already but we'll see what they decide to do in the uh upcoming days harry kane has missed two days of training as he looks to move away from tottenham and city are currently the front runners for harry kane but you never know who will put the right offer in for the table who who will put the right offer on the table for his services because you know it could be a team in the uh premier league could be a team overseas spain italy um Germany, few any of those teams could really, if they decide to uh, move for him, he's a, he's a very good player, very good striker, and he may get fined for this, which in my opinion is stupid because Kane has done everything Tottenham has asked him to do and more, and he has told them that they wanted to move, that he wanted to move on, and they agreed to it, and they haven't really pursued anything, and they haven't done anything to help you know to help him out, and he still has three years left on his two hundred thousand. 200,000 uh, pound per week contract, but he wants to go chase silverware, and in 245 games, he has scored 166 goals, uh, which is very impressive, but I don't see him staying on Tottenham. Uh, I, I unfortunately see City somehow getting the money to sign him, but we'll see exactly what happens with that, if he's still a Tottenham player, if he moves abroad and leaves England. Um, it'll be, it's going to be a very interesting, uh, transfer saga to keep your eyes on. Um, then, uh, Christian Eriksen has returned to Italy since, uh, going into cardiac arrest during the, uh, Euro 2020 tournament. And he, uh, he met with Inter's director and is, uh, currently undergoing further tests and will not be back on the pitch for at least six months. Uh, I don't really see, I see it being, a, uh, at least like eight or nine, not six, but, uh, the cause of cardiac arrest is still unknown. 
and it could keep him from playing in Italy because of uh, Italy's rules uh, on these types of injuries and these types of uh, circumstances that happen. But he still has options if he uh, wants to continue to play uh, play soccer, and uh, he could go back to England and he can go play in the Netherlands because uh, their rules are a little bit different uh, than Italy's in terms of the cause of this. So we'll. Uh, Wish him the best. Uh, you never really want any of that to happen to anybody, and to see it live uh, when you know that happened to him was very unfortunate. It was a very sad uh, scene to watch, and I hope he can, you know, make a recovery and be nice to see him get back on the uh, pitch. But if he doesn't, uh, we'll see. We'll see what his uh, what lies in him for his on his road to recovery. Thomas Partey of Arsenal will miss the opening weeks of the season after picking up an ankle injury during the 2-1 loss to Chelsea in a friendly. Arsenal are keeping tabs on several midfielders, including um, Husum Owar from Lyon, but they need to sell another midfielder, which could very well happen. Uh, they could sell uh, Joe Willock is probably expendable, and a few uh, other guys uh, most likely will be sold if they want to go make a real push after Owar, which I think they should because he would fill a lot of needs for them. They have already signed Albert uh, Sambi Lokonga, who has looked very good in his debut for the Gunners, and will most likely try to help fill this void uh, in the midfield because he's uh, Lokonga is a defensive midfielder, and uh, he, he's looked very good so far in that Chelsea game, made a lot of uh, impressive passes, and We'll see uh, how he continue, see if his form continues in preseason and how it transfers over into the uh, start of the regular season. Aaron Wambasaka, the right back for Manchester United, has picked up an injury, and United are hopeful that he'll be good to go for the start of the season. He's currently playing in the uh, preseason games, but he's training alone, uh, so they can make sure that he doesn't pick up any other injuries and or aggravate the injury he currently has. Uh, Man, Man City are currently in talks to uh, sign their goalie Ederson to a three, uh, new three-year deal, which, rightfully so, Ederson has been a very uh, reliable goalkeeper for them, and uh, I really see that that deal working out in their favor. Uh, Man City are on the verge of signing Jack Grealish in a $100 million, uh deal that they need to finalize personal terms, and he still needs to have medical, so after the move... Uh, so after this move, he will become the most expensive signing in British history, which is absolutely insane to think about. But Jack Grealish is a very good player for uh, Aston Villa, and Aston Villa should have known at some point they weren't going to be able to keep him. But getting $100 million for him is going to be very good for Aston Villa because they can then sp- spread their money around, f- uh, pick up any players they need to fill vo- uh, voids or upgrade any positions they need with that much money, which will help them a lot and we'll see how that deal um comes to play in the next few hours because it seems like this is going to be done uh within the next 24 hours um the netherlands national team has reappointed uh louis van hall as the uh nation's uh team head coach the contract is until after the 2022 world cup uh good for him uh he had a very strange stint at Manchester United, and uh, he had a very uh, good stint in 2016 for the, the uh, World Cup in Rio. Uh, the Netherlands made a very good run, and 
we'll see how he can handle this uh, team now because they've got a lot of young, good talent uh, like Frankie DeYoung, Donny Van de Beek, um, Matthias uh, DeLict. So we'll see how the Netherlands stack up uh, for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. Granit Xhaka is set to sign a new contract with Arsenal, and the contract will run until 2024. Uh, this is a good deal for Arsenal. Uh, Xhaka played very well for Switzerland in the uh, Euros. He was a very key part in that midfield for them. But at the same time, uh, I still think Arsenal could have done a little bit better in terms of you could have gotten... Um, you could have signed OR, you could have signed a few other different midfielders, which I think would have been a little bit better. But Shaka has been a very good piece for Arsenal uh, in terms of uh, really holding down the midfield and being a very good leader in the midfield. So good to see him back. We'll see uh, what happens when they open up the season. And Manchester City are also trying to sign Harry Kane and are willing to go as high as $130 million. So just think about that, guys. They're willing to spend $230 million on two English players. Goes to show how much, uh, you know, more expensive English players are in the Premier League, which is absurd, but that is the world we live in now with, uh, since Neymar screwed up the transfers uh, a few years ago when he signed for uh, PSG for $200 million. So... We'll see if City can secure the signings of both Grealish and Kane in the uh, next up uh, few uh, not few hours next few days. Uh, Ali Son, the goalkeeper goalkeeper for um, Liverpool, has agreed to a new long term contract at Liverpool. Him, Trent Alexander Arnold, and Fabinho have all signed new deals to stay at Liverpool. So good for Liverpool, keeping uh, some very key pieces of their uh, team under contract. Uh, Danny Ings has signed for Aston Villa on a three-year contract, uh, most likely to maybe replace, not replace Grealish, but add an extra attacking option for them. And the final piece of soccer news that we have is Joshua Kimmich is expected to extend his contract at Bayern until 2026. His salary will most likely be doubled. So good for Kimmich. He's been a very good center defensive midfielder for Bayern, and uh, I could see him staying in the uh, staying at Bayern much longer than this contract he signed now transitioning into the nhl uh just you know a few little pieces here and there about the nhl so for example uh free agent ryan murray has signed a one-year two million dollar deal with the colorado avalanche good move uh he was a solid defenseman for new jersey but his injuries are still a little bit of a concern last year uh had an up and down season a little bit with new jersey he had 14 assists in 48 games he's uh He's a very reliable defensive player. Uh, doesn't score a lot, which is you know perfectly fine. And um, but he's gonna have he's gonna have a huge role to fill in Colorado because Ryan Graves, who he's most likely replacing, is uh, was traded to the New Jersey Devils. And Joe Sakic, the um, General manager for the Avalanche had this to say about uh, Ryan Murray. Ryan is an effective two-way defenseman who can provide minutes and added puck movement to, to our back line, which uh, very understandable. Uh, I agree with everything he said so far. And then he says, uh, we like the experience he brings to our locker room and we're excited to see him fit in with our group. 
So Colorado's going to look to make another cup run. Uh, and they're right now they're up there with being favorites. You know, when you guys got, got guys like Gabriel Landeskog who re-signed, Nathan McKinnon, Mika Rantanen, Cal McCarr, and, uh, you know, you lose Philip Grubauer, but you get uh, Darcy Kemper. So we'll see how they uh, how their season pans out th- throughout the year. Um, deals that I might have missed last week because uh, they were signed a little bit later after the podcast was out was Brandon Saad uh, joined the St. Louis Blues on a five-year deal, uh, five-year year deal worth uh, twenty-two and a half million. Uh, Corey Perry, who is who is uh, beat by Tampa Bay in two consecutive Stanley Cup Finals, uh, this past Stanley Cup Final and the year before, will now join them on a two-year deal uh, worth two million dollars. So good for him to go make a Cup run with a team that is most likely going to be favorited and uh, repeating again. Going for a three-peat. Um, Brandon Smith has signed for the Carolina Hurricanes, most likely to probably to fill the hole that Dougie Hamilton is leaving there on a one-year $800,000 deal. Um, then we have some interesting news, and it's that the NHL rejected the free agent contract of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, the, Seattle Ka- the, so the Seattle Kraken signed Philip Grubauer to a contract, and the NHL um, rejected it. He signed a six-year, $35.4 million deal with them with an average annual value of $5.9 million against the salary cap. The contract was rejected by the uh, NHL Central Registry because it violated the league's requirements for a front-loaded contract. Um, according to Cap Friendly, uh, which first reported the rejection, the $1.5 million uh, variance in salary from 2022 to 2023, which is $6 million, to 2023 to 2024, which is seven. And a half million exceeds the 25% of the first year salary on the contract, which is five million. And the, um, the NHL tightened up those salary rules in the new collective uh, bargaining agreement, which was established in the summer of 2020. And it states that front loaded contracts in any uh, immediate adjacent years can't exceed 25% variance with the first year of the contract, and any year of the contract can't ex- exceed 60%. Uh, variance from the highest year of the deal. The contract will have to be restructured and resubmitted to the NHL for approval, and the Seattle Times reported that the Kraken have already done so by uh, taking 250000 from the third year and adding it to the second year pending the league's review. And that's pretty much it with that. It's just you know going to be restructured, um, things like that, and um, you know, Grubauer was a Vezina Trophy uh, finalist this season, and he was considered one of the top goalies uh, on the free agent market. And unfortunately, he was uh, unable to come to terms with Colorado, but goes to Seattle, and we'll see how he does uh, with Seattle. Now, Marc Andre Fleury, another goalie who was actually the uh, Vezina Trophy winner. Uh, will not retire and will play for the Chicago Blackhawks. That's very good news for Blackhawks fans. Um, Fleury started in 16 of the 19 playoff games last season for Vegas and went on to win, the, as I said, the Vezina Trophy. His uh, record last year was 26-10-0 with a 1.98 goals against average and a .928 save percentage. So very good stats for Fleury. Um, very good goalie for Chicago. Um 
you know, they haven't had a very good goalie since Corey Crawford retired or went to the Devils and retired. And, you know, you get him, Patrick Kane, Seth Jones, um, Jonathan Taves, a few other guys on that team, Kirby Doc, all those guys, uh, they're going to definitely going to be trying to go for a cup run this year. And, you know, good for them. Uh, I think that Chicago's been making very good moves to uh, retool and reload to uh, make it back to the playoffs. And we'll see how their season goes uh, when it starts. And now going into a very interesting story that we have, uh, which was San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane um, was being investigated on the N- by the NHL for um, gambling and betting on, on his own games. And his wife was the one, uh, his wife, his wife made the allegations that he bet on his own games and has intentionally tried to lose for gambling profit. And he's now currently being investigated by the NHL. And Kane responded, uh, Sunday morning to allegations on, uh, made by his wife on her Instagram account. And he's stated that I have never gambled slash bet on hockey, never gambled slash bet on shark on a sharks game, never gambled slash bet on any of my games and never, and have never thrown a hockey game. Um, he also goes on to state the facts are I personally had had my best season of my career last year and, and was the most consistent I've been throughout any season. I'm proud of that. I love the game of hockey and would never do that to would never do any of what was alleged. I look forward to cooperating fully with the league's investigation, having my name cleared and looking forward to this upcoming season. Um, so it's a very interesting story because this is it's essentially a he said she said type of deal right now because his wife is making all these allegations and he's stating that he never did any of this and on saturday um his wife wrote in an instagram story how does the nhl let a compulsive gambling addict still play when he's obviously throwing games to win money hmm, maybe somebody should somebody needs to address this she then stated can someone ask gary bettman how they let a player gamble on his own games bet and win with with bookies on his own games and she accused her husband of sp- uh spending lavishly partying in europe while asking her to sell her wedding ring to survive and wrote about not being able to afford baby formula for the child and obviously his uh you know kane and his wife are uh, in the process of getting a divorce and he stated that she was mentally unwell so we'll see how this story goes after everything that i've just stated uh you know has some time in the media and see what exactly happens and um the nhl stated about it that uh the integrity of our game is is paramount and the league takes these allegations very seriously and a sharks team spokesman wrote in an email to the associated press that the san jose sharks have been in contact with the national hockey league about the serious allegations made against the vander kane we support fully that we support a full and transparent investigation into the situation to maintain the integrity of the game and consistency with our team with, with our team values um kane kane does have a gambling history and finances have been public knowledge for the uh for some time a Las Vegas strip casino sued Vander Kane in 2019, alleging that he failed to repay a five, $500,000 gambling debt racked up during a playoffs during a playoff series against the Golden Knights. And 
since the Supreme Court paved the way for the for legalized sports gambling in the U.S. and more states have adopted it, the NHL has embraced the possibilities and made several partnerships with sports books and other betting uh, organizations. So, um, you know, I'll keep you guys, I'll keep everybody updated on what happens with this. If he, you know, turns out that he did do this and gets kicked out of the NHL, it'll be a very big headline. And, um, one interesting headline, you know, cause it's quite similar to what Pete Rose did in baseball, but it's a little bit more in the public eye now because of, you know, social media and all these claims that have been made on social media. And we'll really, it's, We'll really see what happens in the next few days or weeks, depending on uh, how quickly the NHL can investigate investigate this. But it's a very interesting situation. Uh, very fun, uh, you know. For me, it was uh, interesting to talk about because a lot of this stuff, you know, doesn't really happen that often in sports. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed that little topic. Uh, we got two more pieces of hockey left, and the one is Ryan Graves, Jonathan Bernier, and Dougie Hamilton all got their new numbers for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Ryan Graves will wear 33, Jonathan Bernier will wear 45, and Dougie Hamilton will wear number 7. The final piece of NHL news that we have this week is that the New York Rangers have acquired enforcer Ryan Reeves from the Vegas Golden Knights for a 2022 third-round pick. Reeves played in 37 games for Vegas last season. Uh, He... His overall career, he's got um, 937 penalty minutes in 686 career games with the St. Louis Blues, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Vegas Golden Knights. He's an un- he's an unrestricted free agent after this season, uh, in which he makes 1.75 million against the salary cap. Um, you know, this move comes after obviously everything that's gone on with Tom Wilson and the New York Rangers and what happened with that whole debacle, um, and James Dolan has stated that he wants uh, he wants more enforcers on the team because the team, uh, you know, and the NHL has been start has started to move away from the enforcers fighting and all that, and it's slowly started to become more skill based, which I'm all for. I, I I enjoy you know hockey, the passion and fights and everything that happens. It's great if if it happens, you know, but. You don't really want guys intentionally hurting people or, uh, you know, making these outrageous hits, stuff like that, and putting people's lives in danger because and I, I get, you know, that's the sport of hockey. That's what it's all about. But we'll see uh, how differently the Rangers look after these uh, acquisitions they've made and how Ryan Reeves really fits in with this uh, whole team. So, That pretty much wraps up this week, though. Um, Thank you all for listening, and have a great day.